Hey you, it's me, Danny, and you've tuned in to I'm Just Saying, where I get out here on these internet streets and find hot topics for us to discuss. Now are you ready to jump in? I know I am. Let's go. Okay guys, <laughs> Teron is here again. It's <laughs> sometimes when, when I'm not here in this, when, when before the recording starts, I try to be like real professional and formal with stuff, but she ain't that kind of girl. So like, it just don't work that way. Although like in my mind, I'm like mad professional with my stuff. And then like, I'm like, then like, it just don't work. So <laughs> you got to get what you get with me. And anybody who knows me kind of knows that. Like, I just be where I'm at. So, we have Teron here today. Um, we're going to have an interesting conversation that we already started to have without recording. So, hopefully, we can say some of the great points that we already <laughs> talked about. If we remember. Earlier. <laughs> so, because you guys know that I'm out here in these internet streets looking for stuff for us to talk about all the time. Um, this week, what I did was I found a um, interview with Will Smith, who we know is one of my favorite people out here on social media. My favorite media. actor. Oh, okay, Teron's favorite actor, mm-hmm. and um, he did a um, interview on Rap Radar. You can find the full interview on YouTube if you're not subscribed to Title. Um, but I watch it on YouTube, so. That's where you can find it as well. I'll probably put the link in the um, description. But in it was an hour long or maybe like an hour and 20 minutes or something. I don't I think remember. it's just over an hour. But it is over an hour long interview. But I just wanted to touch on um, one part of it, which was very much like the end of the interview so you need to watch all of it to get to <laughs> what I'm trying what we're going to discuss today which <laughs> is we want I want to talk about love love yes um this how you know Tehran <laughs> that's how you know Tehran's family because it's always a song over here <laughs> um and what Will Smith was talking about he started to relate it to the fact of how he was taught how to love differently with his daughter. Um, he, I, I think at one point he said that like the more children you have, the easier it is to um, be free with your children so that your last children kind of get the best parent because they have worked out most of the kinks. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll definitely say that my youngest is freer to be herself than my oldest is. Um, she's a little bit, a lot bit more reserved than, <laughs> than the youngest one. And I think it is because I've kind of, you know, fallen into a place that's more comfortable, comfortable for me as a parent. I'm older, I've experienced more, and I've done a lot of trial and error with them other ones. Shout out to <laughs> all the mistakes I made with the babies. But what Will Smith was talking about, um, and Teron and I discussed a little bit is this whole fact of what we are taught normally about being in loving someone is that we kind of want to mold them into what we want them to be. And then if they agree with, with um, you know, fitting into the mold of what we want them to be, 
then we will then in return give them love and then we call that love as a relationship. Whereas he has now realized with his daughter um, that what you should do more so than what we've been taught is to allow the person to grow into what they're going to be and then love what they are. And I think that for for a lot of people, a lot of people that I know especially, the relationships that they're in, most of the times they fail because they expect for people to mold themselves into what they expect them to be instead of allowing them to be who they are and either loving that or realizing that because what you are does not fit with what I need, we need to break up. Mm-hmm. So then we come into these unhealthy relationships where we spend a lot of time fighting with the other person and sometimes even fighting with ourselves to create a scenario of love that we have created in our heads that we still have not opened our eyes and realized that we are not actually in. So for me, it's a lot of times like, you know, like when we're in relationships and we, we like you talk to somebody and, you're, and they're saying like, I'm going to probably have to break up with so-and-so if they don't start to act right. <laughs> <laughs> like act right for me is this um, such an abusive thing really because like if somebody, when people say, oh, he ain't acting right, we about to break up or she ain't acting right, we, we about to break up or like they need to get their life together. Um, it's kind of like, saying act right really means that you need to act right for me mm-hmm. not for you but for me so that i am comfortably in a relationship with you it speaks to our arrogance definitely um, that a lot of us have just by i'll say nature for lack of better words um because it's a bit arrogant in a relationship to say oh you need to act right for me, even though you're you're not saying for me, but you're you're saying for me. Right, we're leaving it off. You need to <laughs> act right for me, or else this relationship is over. Well, that's very selfish because you knew how this person. You know a good bit about. You, chances are, you knew a good bit about this person before you got into the relationship. Unless you're like me, who in my last relationship I knew the person for a day. <laughs> um, I'll never make that mistake again. It was a disaster, um, and I regret it. However. Um, chances are you knew that person and so to say oh well you need to act differently because of whatever the reason it's very selfish and very arrogant Um, and that actually speaks against love because love is patient love is kind it does not envy it does not boast Um, there's more to that but just in that though that first part love is patient love is kind that means you got to be patient with that person absolutely you've got to display kindness to that person to that person um also in that definition um out of first corinthians let's not lie on the bible (laughs) say (laughs) one of the corinthians (laughs) i feel so bad that i can't don't let any pastors jump on us right now (laughs) i'm pretty sure it's first corinthians chapter 13. i'm about to have to Um, search it keep keep talking because we're going to get this together uh but also in that definition of love it says that um love doesn't keep a record of the wrong that was done to it yes and so that means that you can't say i love you but you're always keeping track of what was done because that's not what love is Mm. and i think that 
Um, it's not coming up. I think that one of the other things about that and saying like love is kind is that impatient is that you allow a person to grow. Uh, Will Smith likened it to a garden, a gardener and a flower. First Corinthians chapter thirteen. First Corinthians chapter thirteen, because we got a minister in the house. <laughs> um, so he was he was speaking about the gardener and the flower in that when you get a seed, it is already predetermined that it will be a flower. It is already also predetermined what flower it will be. Mm-hmm. The gardener cannot make it be any other thing. You can't decide I'm going to put this rose seeds in the ground and then decide that you're going to try to manipulate it and get (laughs) cucumbers like you're just not gonna it's not gonna work and so with love it is the same thing that you have to understand that you have a seed of whatever it is going to become the person who you are with is going to be whatever they are going to become and your job is to allow them to grow into that in the best possible way and provide the atmosphere for that to happen so that they can grow as tall, as big, as many petals, as um, the the aroma to this flower should be able to reach its fullest potential mm-hmm. because you have offered up all that you have in it to allow it to do what it's going to do. Mm-hmm. Um. There was another part in the interview um, later on where Will had talked about going to go see Ruby D uh, before she had passed away. She and Jada went to go, I guess, hang out with her. And yeah, because they were having troubles in their marriage. Okay. And Ruby yeah. D and Ozzy Davis, who passed away some years ago, Ruby D is also passed away, mm-hmm. but um, they had been married for. Gosh. So many years. And if nobody knows Decades. who they are, um, <laughs> one of the most pop cultural ways people can remember Ruby Dee and Ozzy Davis is from the movie um, Do the Right Thing with Spike Lee. And um, Ozzy Davis was the mayor and Ruby Dee was his wife in that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can Will had stated that Ruby had asked Jada how long they had been together and how long they had been married. And she said that they had been together for 23 years, but married for 20. Well, at that point, it was 17. At that point, it was 17. Yeah, at that point, it was 17. At that point. They were having some struggles. They went to go talk to someone who had had long years in relationships. Mm -hmm. And so she, she said 17. Yeah, it was 17 years because... Oh yeah, Ruby D said seventeen years. <laughs> you don't even know him. Yes. <laughs> and for me, I initially said uh, to Danny via text because we discussed this via text message um, earlier. Um, I said I didn't completely buy into not knowing someone after seventeen years. Um, I I get what she was saying because we're constantly changing um but i don't i don't buy that you don't know somebody after 17 years uh i believe after 17 years you you've studied that person a good bit 
Now, I do understand that with time, some things change. With experience, some things change. And simply with age, some things change. But to me, overall, I think you would know a person after 17 years. So my theory is that I think that you would know the smaller things. Like you, in 17 years, yes, I know what, like, food you eat and, and like, what, um, I, I was talking to, when I was talking to Summer earlier, I was telling her, it's kind of like, if I'm saying, like, yes, I understand that you don't like chicken or I understand that you don't like to watch romantic comedies, but we are in our heads a lot as people just in general and if there's not safe environments to have conversation people don't like to tell people the changes that they think they want to make with their lives because a lot of times the first thing that happens is people assume that you're cheating so Mm -hmm. if i'm a person who comes in and I always wear weave like I'm always at the shop getting this hair done all the time and then I come in and I'm like I think I'm gonna wear just be natural the you get this thing where people are like oh all of a sudden like what's what is that about or if you're a man with a woman and or whoever you're with if you're a male and you decide you just start want to go to the gym whoever you're with your partner could be like oh all of a sudden you want to go to who you trying to impress who, and it comes into this who you trying to impress so people tend to not want to say things um that are happening in their head because they are afraid of the scrutiny or the um they're afraid of people making fun of them the people that should love them also making fun of them um Tehran is someone who does a lot of acting he he wants to do a lot of acting but if he did not decide to do that until now, if you were in a relationship with somebody and you were working a traditional job and doing traditional things and then decide because you've been feeling this for a number of years that I really want to act, I really want to act, I really want to act. And then you say to somebody, I think that I want to do this acting thing. People will start feeling like, oh, all of a sudden. But for you, it's not all of a mm-hmm. sudden. You may have not felt Man, like before you can open up to say it but now it's to a point where I can't stop this anymore like I right. ha- like for me I have to do this thing and I feel like that's what it is when it's like when when she said you don't really know them yet because because we're all always changing and with age you know there's just certain things that do change I am still getting to know myself mm-hmm. you can't possibly know me if I don't know me yet So then once I know me and I'm free to feel like I am me, if there's not a safe environment for me to tell you who the hell I really am, you don't really know me. And I feel like that's more, that's not even just um, intimate relationships, but family, because like there's so many times where our family, like we're around our family and they know some things about us, but Mm. they don't know us. (laughs) right and so because they don't really know us we sit around but these are people who have known us for years and but we can still be like they know me but they don't really know me yeah and i wish that they really could like know see what i'm saying like (laughs) it's like that thing where it's like they don't really know me and for ruby d to say to her you only been together with him for 17 years and you don't know him yet just wait 
meant again it was encouraging that gardener thing to be like just wait let him develop Mm -hmm. and then you also develop at the same time and then see what that grows into and i think that especially in the black community we aren't taught how to love and what love is supposed to look like we are taught what we believe love is supposed to look like and most of that is based off of some whack ass fairy tales mm-hmm. that um were really like abusive if we think about it <laughs> all of the disney fairy tales were abusive in theory and um so we have especially as women we come up with this sad idea of what love is supposed to look like and there's supposed to be somebody who rescues us and somebody who takes care of us but we've never been taught to develop ourselves and to allow someone to develop themselves within our presence mm-hmm. um, we're along with that not being taught how to love properly we're not we're taught to hide our feelings. Yes. We're not allowed to always show how we feel. Um, there's a couple videos on the internet of this one little boy. It's a black little boy, probably two or three years old. Um, very lively little boy, uh, very colorful, uh, and in the video, he's seemingly always getting smart with his mom. Oh, yes. You know what videos I'm talking about? Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. And I would read some of the comments and, you know, a lot of people, oh, he needs his ass whooped. James. Little um, James. Yeah. Uh-huh. He needs his little yeah. ass whooped. Uh, he's, he's mouthing off. If that was my mom or if that was me back in that generation, I would have got beat by now. And some of that's probably true. Um, many of us would have got beat for saying some of the stuff he said, but why is he wrong for being a colorful little kid? Right. I see his mom allowing him to be who he is. I'd like to believe that when it's time to have him in check, she has him in check. Yes. It's clear in the videos that the, the boy loves his mother. Yes. He's not being disrespectful. His He's intent not. is never disrespect. It's not. Because she kind of feeds into yes. what it is that he's saying. Yes. Um, and, he, and you can see him smiling towards yes, her. Absolutely. There's not fear when he's speaking to her. No. And there's times when you can tell that even though we don't see his mother's face, Mm-hmm. You can tell that she's smiling at him because his smile is very warm at her. It's not mm-hmm. trying. It's not a not a smile where he's trying to convince her to be kind. Right. It's more of a warm thing where he believes that she, where I believe that she's smiling at him as well. Right. Um, but I brought that up just to say that she's the type of mother that I. She's the type of mother. <laughs> you better mutter. She better be a mother. Yes, mother. <laughs> She's the type of mother <laughs> that I applaud in today's generation because she's seemingly allowing her child to be. The seed was planted. He's to be whatever God intended him to be, and she's allowing him to be that. He might be the next funniest comedian. Yes. We don't know. 
that that is one of the hardest things to do being a parent of um the five that are at my house all the time um i definitely know that and and you remember when they were younger Mm -hmm. um my thing was that i wanted my children to be respectful when when we were out respectful um and they are all very respectful although as they grew older and and i went down the line with them my younger two have more freedom to feel more free to be themselves than the oldest two um because i think i was less concerned Did you say the younger two the younger two versus the older two what about the middle one he's kind of he's kind of stuck so there's this very interesting thing where my middle child is also my first son, so he kind of plays a double role because he plays like the oldest as far as boys, but then he plays a middle child as well. And so um, I didn't realize when they were younger that I was overlooking him sometimes because he was the middle child. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I realized that as he was getting older so it's harder to break him out of his shell i think he is the hardest shell to break uh and then the oldest girl and then the second oldest girl then the fourth and my fifth one is just the freest thing she's the freest spirit i know (laughs) (laughs) um she is her own person and i think i would agree with will smith about the different ways to love and realizing how you love them and allow them to be who they want they are meant to be yeah. instead of trying to create what you wanted with my oldest child I was trying to create this um, this idea of what it would look like to have a young single parent and still be able to be a productive person instead of letting her be whoever the hell she would was supposed to be Mm -hmm. and so now I spend a lot of my time trying to convince her that it's okay to be who you want to be instead of um, this poised um, persona of representation of me yeah Um, Um. which is just it's and and I think that that's one of my um, hang-ups with myself is that I don't feel like that I was loved properly by family in the way that I needed to be loved instead of the way that they wanted to mold me into fitting into the family ideal. Mm. So it didn't allow me to be all of who I need to be. Mm-hmm. And then now always gives me caution for the things that I want to do. Even like doing this podcast, my family generally does not show a creative side and so to be a creative person it's hard to convince them that that's okay they're just kind of like don't nobody need to know your business don't nobody need to know how you feeling don't nobody need to hear these things but what you really telling me is that you have never been able to release these things and so because you weren't able to release them feel like I should not be able to release mm-hmm. them. And that maybe I shouldn't even want to because you think you are, I'm giving y'all my favorite finger, finger quotes, okay, because you've never released 
the things that you wanted to creatively. The good old black family curse. Oh, Lord. <laughs> we don't talk about those things. <laughs> and and what goes on in this house stays in this house. And, and don't and you go out there telling our business. I, feel, I, I, I still feel that um, way about certain things. Oh, absolutely. But only because... Again, there aren't safe environments, especially right. within your own family. Unfortunately, there aren't safe environments to say the things that need to be said for you to be your whole complete person around everybody. Absolutely. Um, and so, I when Will Smith spoke about this whole um, push jam mole relationship and mm -hmm. and that paradigm of love that we are taught. Especially in our community, it is definitely how that works. It's just Absolutely. like, I'm going to push you, mold you, jam you sometimes to fit into what what you, I space that I am giving love from. That's why there's so many unhappy people in the world. Yes, because they... Because you have a whole bunch of people walking around trying to fit into a mold created by other people. Yes. That they weren't meant to fit in, and then, and then also getting a contradictory story that says that you should be yourself, don't be a follower, be a right. leader. But you created this mold that I'm supposed to fit in. I don't fit in that mold. I don't. But now you're telling me to be myself. I'm confused. What? Wh which one do you want me to do? Yes. Do you want me to fit the mold, or do you want me to be myself? Because if I'm being myself, I'm ditching your mold. And then once I be be try to be myself, now I'm weird, I'm strange, uh, I'm probably gay. Um, like that's one of the first things people say. It's like, oh, you want to dress like that? Oh, you want to talk like that? Oh, you want to do these things? Mm -hmm. You're probably gay, and or you're weird as hell. Like they're weird, they're strange. Don't right. be around them. Something's wrong with them. Because I want to be. A leader, but nobody who is successful in anything is following the masses. You right. have to be, you have to be weird and strange and unconventional to do anything that is not nine to five corporate, right? Um, typical, but we should not. Then there's nothing wrong with that lifestyle. I'm not saying that that lifestyle is wrong in any way. What I'm saying is that if there are people who don't want to live inside that box, we shouldn't scrutinize them. We should give them kindness and mercy and grace to travel that path so that they can be their best selves. But then you have to become gardeners. And we don't know how to be gardeners. We know how to be forceful with mm. our love. We know how to be the vultures and the whatever animal tears up the garden. Well, yeah, because we're not really looking to... We're not really looking to love. We're looking to be loved. Mm -hmm. And if you get love from me because you're loving me, then bingo bonus for you <laughs> you're a winner ching ching but <laughs> the truth is it's like i need you to love me mm -hmm. so i'm going to work really really hard to make you love me but at the same time you're saying the same thing which is why we arguing all the time 
because um, and this is one of the things Teron wanted to bring back up. I know I spoke about this before, but but with love languages, if I'm not learning yours ever and I'm just arguing with you to speak mine, mm-hmm. you're going to spend all of your time as well arguing with me to speak yours. You know, we can't really fully love each other, but we're going to have some good moments. Yeah. And so I, I think that I know a lot of people and... Um, who have good moments with people that they felt like they loved until that relationship ended. And then you realize, I don't think that they love me. And I don't think that I even love them, but I care for them a lot. But mm-hmm. most of our relationship was me trying to make them learn me. And I didn't even really know what I was trying to teach. Because, like, when we took our love language test, your answers was like, (laughs) (laughs) this is you? And so, like, if you had been spending a lot of your time in relationships trying to teach people the other ones, and then they give them to you in some sense, but it's not going to be fulfilling because that's not even your highest need. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I was trying to pull up the screenshot of my... Uh... I know, what's mine? I just did mine again. Because it, it helps to do it frequently. Because sometimes they change based off of age and time. Oh, and you know what? What not. I did mine based off of... Relationship. Being in a relationship. Mm. It's almost mine. the same questions, but mm-hmm. it you may feel a different kind of way because you're now single. Yeah. Uh, my top ones, my top two were the same number, and then my middle two were the same number, and then my last one was just one under that. So my top two were quality time and words of affirmation. You thought they were going to be what? I said quality time and I think acts of service. Yeah, you said acts of service, which acts of service is my last one. Likewise. <laughs> Act service that I would have thought your acts of service was going to be higher. Mm-mm. Yes, for definitely. So my my physical touch and receive. Okay, so the five love languages are quality time, words of affirmation, physical touch, receiving gifts, and acts of service. If you guys um, ever get a chance, you can Google um, the five love languages test and you can take the quiz. It's an either or test. You don't have to write anything. It's not even really a lot of thinking, but it's an either or which will give you um, a score of how your love languages rate so that you can have conversations with the people that you're in relationship with so that you can let them know these are the things that I need met more often than others and then you can find out what those people need from you and then you guys can discuss how that works now that's not something that generally happens in relationships which is why we have a lot of relationships that are failing because people are not speaking honestly about what it is they need and how that thing works in their life because my my one of my highest is quality time 
And if I just say that to some people, it sounds like, oh, I need to be around you all the time. And I need to just be like, we just need to be like Velcro to each other. And that is not the truth. <laughs> it's not the truth. It is just that when we are together, I need full attention from you. I don't want you on your phone. I don't want you... Um, talking to other people I don't want you planning other things that you need to do when you're in my presence and just feeling like because I'm in close proximity to you that we good and so I'm slightly different okay in that so my top one was physical touch followed by quality time okay and so for me with quality time I'm okay with you doing some of those other things because you're here in my presence mm. Because I might in turn need to do some other things. Uh, because I have a son and because I work two jobs, at times it can be a third job. Mm -hmm. um, because I'm trying to get my foot in the door with acting so much, at any given time I could be on a phone call or trying to communicate with someone that I need to communicate with at that time and that I can't wait. So I'm more okay if you need to do stuff. Now, I'm not saying come over to my house and you're already doing something and you continue to do something else okay. while you're supposed to be spending time with me. Or you come over and we spend maybe five minutes together and then the next hour you're doing something. I'm not saying right. that. Right. But I'm okay if, you know what I'm saying, you got to do some other things. As long as you're here, um, I'm okay. Okay. And I'm the opposite. Like, you here. But if you're doing a bunch of other well, things, you're a female. You're, oh wow! <laughs> I just feel like if you're doing a bunch of other things, you're not really here with me. Like your body is present, but you're not really here with me. But I don't need you to do that the entire time. Like I'm not saying you can't take a phone call. But it's interesting because you didn't rate high with physical touch. No, that's what I'm saying. So it's weird to me. I know. <laughs> I know, but like if we're like my, I feel like if we're if I say to you come over because I want to watch a movie and I just want to like lay on your lap because I just had a really stressful day. These kids, scrying baby, my job, podcast, my social media. Like I've been doing a lot of stuff and I need to just like de stress. I don't want you to, t and I'm like I just want to watch the movie. We need to be quiet and watch it. I don't want you to be texting 18 people about other stuff you got going on. I don't. I, I need you to give me those two hours. Like, just give them to me. So what, you, what you've done, which is missing in other relationships, is communicate exactly what you yes. need. And that's a place that's called maturity. Look at me. Ching, ching, ching. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm, I'm winning out here. <laughs> that's called maturity. Some people need to understand that they're not mature enough to date. Right. Because when you can't communicate exactly what you just communicated, come over, I want to watch a movie, but I want your undivided attention. I've had a stressful day. I've had this, that, and the third going on, but I want to see you. I want to lay with you, but I need you to keep quiet. Keep quiet. I respect that. That is a level of maturity <laughs> that so many people have not reached in life, let alone a relationship. It's hard. And this is one of the reasons why I can't find a relationship. Because a lot of times when I say stuff like that, people tend to think that I'm high maintenance. 
That's not high maintenance. That's or that I'm like, exactly what you want. The last relationship I was in, that was called like I'm a princess, mm-hmm. right? And so, but I'm feeling like I don't understand why I'm a princess, or maybe I'm not even offended that you're calling me one because I'm trying to tell you what I need. Mm-hmm. But in return, I am willing to hear you tell me what you need from me. Right. Does that mean that you gonna give me these two hours and then like the next two days you got a bunch of stuff to do? I need to leave you alone. I got you. I understand that. Mm-hmm. I don't need you to be here every day for two hours. But when I'm telling you I need it, I need you to tell me how soon from now that I'm asking for it can you give that to me? Right. That I feel like is. The communication, though, that a lot of people don't want to say because they don't want to lose people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to put demands on you. I don't want to make it seem like I'm so demanding and again, you know, princessy to tell you these things. But that's what I need. Like because my physical touch isn't so high, I don't want you to come over rubbing on me right now. I just want you to just be here. <laughs> you can rub on me sometimes. But today might not be a rub on me day. Like today, just I just need to be like in your presence, hanging around. But I want your full attention in that. So I'll never not want to be rubbed. But there's a limit that I have. Like I like, I'm a touchy-feely person. Yes. But I do get to a point where I'm like, okay, stop touching me. Yes. You're doing too much. Like, well, like, you let's know. Let's just sit here. You put your hand on me. One of the dopest songs that, like, whenever I'm, like, in a relationship and I'm feeling like I want, like, attention, like, physical attention, Erica Badu has a song, um, I Want Somebody to Walk Up Behind Me and Kiss Me on My Neck, right? Okay. The song is dope to me, right? Okay. Because um, it, it gives that feel of, I don't really want you to do a lot of stuff to me, but I need to feel like you are attracted to me. So give me like just this thing where you just kind of like barely touch me. Mm-hmm. But I know that you want to have your body on my body. Mm-hmm. And like it works for me. Her next line is, it's been a long time since I've, I've it's been such a long time I forgot that I was fine. Just kissing <laughs> on my neck. Right? Um I think the issue for me, which was the issue in both of my last relationships, is that I don't necessarily like you to be in my face. Yes. Touching me randomly. Obviously, you're going to be in my face if we kiss. I get it. But if we're just supposed to be, like, chilling... Like, your face doesn't always have to be in my face. No. Like, chill out. Relax. There's a movie on. Let's watch You just want to be like, shh, just be here. We know we here. But, like... And you don't have to keep looking at me, either. Yeah. <laughs> my gosh, we, that annoys my entire soul. <laughs> like, if we're watching a movie and something happens that ex- that tickles your fancy that pisses you off or makes you sad, you don't have to look at me to figure out what my reaction is going to be. You watching the movie and you're just like... Like, that, like, stop looking at me. 
Watch the movie. <laughs> we might not feel the exact same. You might be crying. I might be laughing. <laughs> and I then you're going to be mad. Then you're going to be mad. I was going to say. And then you're going to be mad because Theron's going to laugh at you and be like, why are you crying? Why are you crying? Exactly. <laughs> now we're in a whole argument because yeah. Theron does not want to feel the sympathy that you feel. At all. But what's my other one? Words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Where's your words of affirmation? Down at the bottom. Uh-uh. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's in the middle. Okay. Acts of service, I scored a one. Oh, I got a four. Yeah, acts of service does nothing for me. I don't think I've really had people do acts of service, so I don't really identify with it. Like, I think, even when I was reading them. I think because I'm such... Wait, let me make sure I say that right. Am I really? Mm-mm. I was about to lie. Don't lie. Tell the people <laughs> the truth. Yeah, I was about to lie. <laughs> we want to know the truth. Don't tell. Don't tell lies on it. I don't know if it's that I have a hard time receiving. Mm. Yeah, because receiving gifts, I scored low as well. Um, I like gifts. I mean, I like gifts, but. For me, gifts don't determine a level of love for me. Okay. So, for me, I don't need I don't need you to do something to prove you love me. Mm -mm, I worded that wrong. I don't need a gift. I don't need a gift. To prove your love. Okay. I don't need um I'm trying to word it right. Basically for me, love is just you being there. Time to me is more important than yeah. most other things. Yes. Because if you're able to take time out of your day to spend with me, that sh- to me that shows me that you're really invested. Yes. Versus, oh, babe, here's $100, do what you want, and then you're ghost. Right. Well, for me, that's just a pimp. <laughs> well, I also feel like it's like a, a love layaway. Like, you, mm-hmm. you, you purchase these things to keep me in line for when you need some kind of expression of love from me. Mm-hmm. That I don't, I like gifts, like if it's a holiday or something. Right. Um, oh, Christmas, I'm, I'm going to expect something. But, you know, also for me, I like the thought of the gift is more important. So, like, don't. Oh, yeah. So, like, okay, let me give you an example. <laughs> They're not going to listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you know that I love music, right? Like, we're mm-hmm. music people. So, I was dating somebody who. I thought they understood that. Like, I can't drive off in my car if the right music ain't playing before I leave, right? Right. And so I was dating somebody, and I thought they understood that. And so for Christmas one year, they decided that they were going to give me music. And so they gave me CDs of people I did not even know who the hell. And they just kind of like... 
don't you like this? And I was like, one of them, I know I specifically told you I don't like this person. But they remembered the person and just decided, oh, this will work. And I was like, so it was one person that I specifically said that I didn't like. There was another person that I had already bought their CD. And, but you should have known that because we've been in the car and I put it in the car to play. So you should already have this, which means you weren't paying attention to me at all. And so not only was it a bad gift, but then there was an argument. Now we have an argument because you did, in the time that we were together, you weren't really with me. Right. You understand? So for me, it was like, so we're, we're together and I'm trying to teach you me. And in that time, you in your head thinking about all the other anythings that you didn't even hear me when I'm speaking to you because I specifically said I don't like this artist. Right. But you heard artists, went to a store, and saw it. It was like calling up one of your friends to get advice. Okay. And then my second example of bad gift giving is uh, my birthday comes up. They decide they're going to give me a gift. They let me know several times how much money they paid for the gift. And it was a basket. The basket, they hired somebody else to put the basket together because somebody was trying to start a basket company. So what they were doing was they were supporting somebody. And then, but it really wasn't for me. It was for them to be able to say they supported this person. And I was supposed to be impressed because they gave that person that amount of money. So what they did was they said to the person, she liked purple. That's all they gave. So everything in this basket was purple. Nothing had anything to do with me. Absolutely nothing. It was like purple cheetah stuff in there. I don't like cheetah print stuff. Like it was just like nothing that had anything to do with me. But it was like a big blinged out picture frame. I'm not a blinged out girl. Like, it just wasn't me. Nothing about that thing said me except for purple. And then the purple was nothing of the any of the shades of purple that work that are my purple. It was just like random purples in there. Good God. And so, but they kept saying, I spent X amount of money on this thing. Okay, well, give it to your mom. And so I was like, well, you should return it and give me the money because, like, I, if we're, if I'm supposed to be impressed by the money, then just give me the money because this gift is a disaster. And so that is why I'm never really a, I'm not a big gift person because the gifts tend to flop because I apparently date people who are more about impress me with how much money they spent on things than thinking about what it is that will work for me. And Mm -hmm. I am very connected to emotion. So what you're giving me has nothing to do with emotion, feelings, um, or even just you feeling connected to the gift yourself. Then the gift means nothing to me. You can spend $10 on a gift for somebody and that gift mean the world to them. Absolutely. If somebody comes to me and is like, I really, re- I remember that you really like lotions or that you really like 
um, oils and then they give me scents that I speak about, it's better than if somebody shows up with a a very expensive purse, which is not the kind of woman that I am. And then it's just like, but the purse is expensive. Okay, well, Mm -hmm. I could throw myself in a $10 purse the same way. And I don't work in a place where Period. this purse is going to be impressive to anybody else anyway. At all. So <laughs> you could have just given me, like, a gift card for some lotions. And mm-hmm. it would have been better off. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but I think that being able to communicate your love languages in a mature and safe environment. Because I don't know... Uh, Tehran, I don't think that I've ever spoken to you about this, but there's such a thing as um, safe environments where we create environments of that are safe for the people who we love and who I've heard love mentioned us. through therapy. Um, definitely can speak freely without having some backlash on how they feel about situations. Right. And in relationships, we aren't taught how to do that. Um, so we don't know how to it's one of those things you definitely have to work on yes therapy is where a lot of people learn about it um and so although i have not been to therapy this is kind of like my therapy (laughs) um i've learned a lot of these things because i want to be able to be a very effective um partner in whatever relationship that i find myself in in the future because you know, I'm trying to get people to fill up my DMs, but they ain't did it yet. <laughs> anytime anybody wants to jump into the DMs, like, it's open and waiting for y'all. So. <laughs> that was such a shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> We're just trying to do the best out here in these streets. Don't be so excited because someone slid my DMs and we exchanged numbers and they ain't gone nowhere. Oh, well, then I don't know. If you come to the DMs. Come correct. Come correct. Have have a purpose, right? Uh, and know what your love languages are, so that you can um, g- give me those numbers. I'm gonna start asking that to my future um, dates. So I think that love languages. I think that people should say like, "What's your highest love language?" I'm gonna start doing that. Like, "What's your highest love language?" Well, as soon as they say, "Oh, mine is acts of service," <laughs> and I think that that's, I think that that's <laughs> true because there's some people who can't speak some languages. Like if acts of service is a low one on yours, like you have a one, you don't sympathize with people who need that. You may not, I can't say definitively, but you may not sympathize with people who need that. And then how do you then communicate? You're always gonna miss the mark on that thing, right? And so, but when, when when we have the arguments, nobody's going, because most people don't talk about them. Nobody's going, you're not meeting my access. You're not making my access service. You're like, mm-hmm. I need them and you're not giving that to me. People are going like, I don't like the way you doing me. Or, and it's like, well, what am I doing? Like, I'm doing whatever. And like, most of the time, what we're really doing is we're giving back what we need. Mm-hmm. You know, so if I'm not touchy and you keep touching me because that's what you need. And now I'm annoyed because you keep putting your hands on me and I'm trying to just like wash these daggone dishes. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to argue all the time about me touching you touching me. But then what you're going to feel is I'm saying that you needing to be touched is too much. But I'm just saying that I don't want you to touch. I don't want you to touch me. 
<laughs> but, but if you need to be touched, then you need to be able to speak on that instead of constantly loving me in the way that you need to be loved. Love me in the way that I need to be loved. Or let's get close enough that we both can love each other in the ways that we need to be loved for this relationship to carry on. Mm. I don't know. I feel like I done gave y'all a lot to think about today. But Take that love language test. I, I really think that people should take that love language test. It's going to work. And if you're in a relationship, you should encourage your person to be in <laughs> you gotta say person is you can be in a relationship with whoever you in relationship with because it could be that you need to take this this for a partner i mean because it could be you you need might need to have this with your mom like you might need to have oh, a conversation with whoever you're having trouble with in a relationship because relationships are more than just partners True. And I encourage that if you're not having the healthiest relationship with a parent and you like one, maybe you could try to discuss this with them. Now, I know some parents may not be susceptible to, you know, this kind of conversation, but you could try to introduce it or at least know what yours are to see if you could try to express what you need from from them. Or you could take this test, realize and read up on what the act what the um, languages are and, and you may be able to understand what a parent needs from you that you haven't been giving based off of their past behaviors. I want my mom and dad to take this test. I want to see what their love languages are. That would be dope. Try to get them to take it. I already know what my mom's will be. What do you think it would be? Um acts of service and receiving gifts mm, okay wouldn't it be interesting if it wasn't I'm almost 100% sure cause we think we know people you're right but then we don't really know what the desires of their hearts are no, it's only been 35 years <laughs> <laughs> but um so, again, let me thank Teron for coming through. We had a great yeah. conversation. Oh, let me publicly say thank you for recording my video for me. <laughs> so, um, Teron has the video um, coming out. I'm going to put his social media up there, so hopefully you guys go check it out and you'll be able to see said video. It'll be up by tomorrow morning. So it's up right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know some of my followers on Instagram are probably mad because yesterday I said that I was going to post a video last night. He did, and I talked about him. And I, um, it's not that I forgot to post a video. I didn't. I just wanted to do the video right. Okay. So I had to wait for someone that could record it. Hey, Shout out to me. Um, wow, my homegirl, my BFF, um, Came over today. She recorded it for me, and I'm I'm super appreciative. Uh, her creativity and her feedback and her thought process um, is underrated. But mm. we're gonna uh, we're working on changing that. We got some <laughs> we got some things in the works. Yes, yes. I need y'all to get on her by writing her book. I'm gonna write. I'm gonna write yeah. some more. Her book is amazing. Her story is incredible there are some things that she went through that i had not a clue that she went through 
in some things that I'm not sure that I would be a sane individual had I gone through those things. Um, so if you if you follow her on Instagram or you're a friend on Facebook, please, please, please encourage her to continue to write this book because she has a story that some persons definitely need to hear because they're either going through it, they know someone that went through it, um, and I just believe she has a story that can help uh, other people heal because they've been through, not necessarily what she's been through, but they've been through and they need an outlet. They need to know someone else has overcome. So please, please, please encourage her to get this book written and published. We write and we, I'm going to write. I actually have a free day tomorrow, so I'm going to try to get a number of pages Oh, written. I'm going to annoy the heck out of you via text message. <laughs> And yes. let you not respond in a timely manner. I'll call you. <laughs> It'll definitely be some writing. Um, so look out for all of those things. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and also to share it. Um, if you are on, um, <coughs> excuse me, if you're on iTunes podcast, if you could write a review, that would greatly help me. All of these things are free to you, so, you know, just take a little bit of time. Um, quality times is one of my <laughs> <laughs> love languages, so if you want to love me a little bit harder, go ahead on and give me some of your time and do those things. Also, look for me on social media. I'm on, as Teron said, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I'm doing something on one of those platforms all the time, every day. Um, so you can find me out there and do not forget you don't have to take anything I say as fact after all I'm just saying